Hey, everybody. Just came in good there. Welcome to a special edition of the This Is Music podcast. The greatest albums in this dimension. I'm here with a friend, a musician, a confidant, a guitarist, and lead singer of a band called Mr. Vampire. Hello, Leo. Hey, how's it going, George? Good. Hello, uh, Chuck. Is this professional enough? <laughs> nah. I'm wearing my jacket. Yeah, Leo, uh, for the listeners who aren't in our um, immediate group of friends, is a friend our, of Our 60-plus yeah, yeah. group of friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not crew deep with us, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, um, we are doing Leo's band. Just had, thank you. Leo's band, uh, Mr. Vampire, released their uh, EP. Self-titled EP. Self-titled. Mr. Vampire, uh, a couple days ago, huh? Yeah, November uh, 25th. So, like, two weeks. Yeah, I've, s- I've seen you guys live ten times now, nine times now. I think I've been you've been to, to every show. I, I know I missed, missed one, one show. Yeah, and yeah. I missed the Battle of Bands. Well, the Caltech, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come out to Pasadena to see I, if we I play was again plan- for I ten wanted minutes. to do it, but it was, a, <laughs> it was a morning of two hangovers, like, in a row. And I couldn't get out there. But, yeah, so yeah. clearly I... You, you're my friend. That's we got second go so place. Far. Yeah, that was three hundred fucking dollars. We did not have before we went. That's there. cool, man. That's <laughs> cool. What were the other bands mostly? Um, I mean, let's be honest. Most of the other bands were just like dudes who go to this college who jam together once yeah. in a while. We're like, hey, let's fucking go to the thing. So I think we had a slightly unfair advantage. We've been gigging and dealing with real audiences and we're and we're adults out of college yeah, who yeah, yeah. know how to put together a project yeah, yeah. um no it was good though the funny thing was we were the first band to play and it was an all-day event so when we played first it was us playing for the sound guys and three wow. motherfucking passerbys yeah well the judges obviously they were there and we we, we played pretty well it was yeah. good we started off with like shake yeah. and the other thing is you know we're a rock band we play at night this was broad yeah. like <laughs> and i mean like 2 p.m on caltech campus in a quad <laughs> yeah that goes there goes my question for worst show you guys ever had but apparently no, okay so we you, kicked you ass get, you but get through the first the people round there, like, being yeah, the first show. Th- that was was funny then the, then like i don't know 20 25 other bands then played yeah. And then they get they went they got to the point where they're announcing the three bands that will get to the you know the semifinal. Yeah. And they're like you know the first band is one that people had heard and liked called Many Eastern Cities. Just shout out very good ska band located in Pasadena. They kicked ass. Uh, and then this other band which was uh, it was okay they did like they covered the cover of No Diggity by that <laughs> other white band. I'm just like nah uh, whatever. Oh the cover yeah. of the cover. Oh the cover oh, of the cover. the cover. Yeah. There's few things that. <laughs> The joke runs out faster than like an acoustic. The a precious acoustic cover of a '90s rap song. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, it, it better be my neck, my back, twice. or something like that if I'm gonna enjoy it. But anyway, and then the third name was Mr. Vampire, and us and a couple friends would come to see us. We're like, wow. We were looking around like, who the fuck are they? they yeah. And then we got out to play, and so like, suddenly it, it was full. Yeah. There was a lot of people on a big stage with like professional sound guys so yeah. we actually got to take advantage of some shit um, guys who were like there this is what they got paid for and for we day. started off with yeah which at some point maybe we can hear a part of it or something it's, it's a banger easily our most metal weird song it's yeah. a niche it's not for <laughs> your average person might find it a little odd or a little too heavy sure depending on who you hang out with yeah but anyway yeah so that was that show that was the one you missed, Chochi. The one I missed. So clearly, I'm a, good, I'm a big fan. You, no, you, you went to the best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my whole point in, in, in bringing that up was that 
you know, be, us being friends is, is only going to take us so far, so yeah. long as like, all right, dude, I'm going to go to another one of your fucking shows. Yeah. I, I really enjoy you guys' music. I enjoy seeing you guys play live every time. I'm the loud one who's cheering and dancing and fucking you doing the, all that you stuff. You get the Joes started. Yeah, exactly. I did. <laughs> I did. There's a, a song called... Uh, it's not. It's, it's, it's not called on this Joe, one, but it's Joe. Yeah. It's a coming great out next song. Year. It's got a lot of like coming out next year. We heard it here first. Um, it's just a callback <laughs> song, really. And uh, and I. It, I it's about a really it good friend who we had to kill. Well, yeah, I was in the. I had the. Uh, I had the privilege of hearing a lot of you guys' songs when you guys were like two months in. You had mm. demos, and we were here. Oh, I've been here we were at just your like, house yeah. in your garage. That's where we're at today, um, doing this podcast. That was before we even had our lead guitarist. Yeah, probably yeah, right. Probably like that was likely. even before we had our yes. fourth member of the band. So, like, yeah, probably what a year ago, yeah. a year or so ago, a year and a half. Uh, Joe was one of the first ones. I know we had different little songs here. Yeah, some of the slower ones. So I've got to hear a lot of a lot, a lot of you guys' progress in this, and as a musician myself, it's really cool. Just seeing George you guys, a band called President Jesus, you guys pretty fucking awesome. I don't know if we've mentioned it once on the podcast. Never men- You've never I, mentioned it? I don't believe we have. Okay. We've mentioned that, like, maybe, oh, we're in a band, but kind of in passing. Uh, but yeah, me and Charlie are in a band. But, uh, I'm trying to get them to record something. One of these days. <laughs> one of these days we will. Uh, so my point is, is that, to not to digress further, is that I really enjoy you guys' shit. And then to Thank finally you. hear your guys' like, full cohesive five-song EP, it's... I've maybe played it now in, I mean, it's five songs, so it's going to take, what, 20, 25 like minutes or something minutes, like that? Yeah, yeah 19 minutes. Uh, I've listened to it maybe f- six, seven times now, and That's every awesome. time, it's, Thank you. It, it hasn't gotten old yet. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so uh, congratulations on that. Uh, I got a couple things to say. <laughs> if I haven't already. Did I mention anything yet? Um, uh, yeah. So Leo is the lead singer of Mr. Vampire. He's also a doctor, a neurosurgeon, a neuro... Not a neurosurgeon. Explain yourself, Leo. (laughs) He is a neuroscientist, excuse (laughs) me. They shouldn't let me anywhere near a brain with a knife. (laughs) I'm glorified. Yeah. I know what part I'd cut out and what it maybe did to the person back when it was still in their head. (laughs) Yeah, he's not You're not going to be on any, like, TV shows at a time. No, no, no. But, uh, uh, yeah, neuroscientists study the brain. Can I, uh, can I ask you a question in this Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you feel that your your expertise in this field of neuroscience has affected your music writing or your creativity in, in, in as a whole the subject matter not at all because they're, they're just very different but what what you need to learn how to do to become a scientist is very fucking good for music like you have to because you have to know how to be able to go okay here's a problem here's the goal or rather here's the goal here are the problems involved with that what do I know how to do? Of all the things that I know I need to do and in what order, what of those do I know how to do? The things mm-hmm. I don't know how to do, I'm going to need to find someone else who knows how to do that. Yeah. Finding that person, telling them what they need to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and doing it quickly and being able to just you know go through and make something work even if you don't – you yourself have the capacity to make it happen. That's exactly – that's how science sure. works. Science is 95% solving problems. Every day you go and you're like – this isn't working. Well, that's that's today. Yeah. I'm making this work. And I, and I would say that that part of the brain where the, that you exercise in, in problem solving and yeah. trying to create either a piece of music or you know uh, uh, results in, in, in an experiment. Yeah. Be like, it's the same part where you're 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 trying to create something. You're trying. You are trying to get to an approach. Experimenting you're tra- a lot. There's a, there's a there's a clear goal. Yeah. 
in, in, in maybe not like you know you have everything concreted out right. but you're like this is what I hope to find out hopefully yeah, exactly. at the end of this song hopefully at the end of this experiment I can learn A, B, and C and I yeah. have this product too and you learn to build on things too like oh I, I like because some of the things that happened in that song where it went that was cool I want to do a whole song about that one thing we went to like yeah. some weird space sure. you discover when you're improvising or something and that shit's cool the other, the other way that I think it informs a lot, because there's part of me that always regretted not just going into music early on, because yeah. I really like it. It makes me really happy, like, and I'm, I'm okay at it. Like, you know, that's weird to say, but like, I only started recently, and it's weird being like, oh, I'm actually okay at this. Um, you get by. You get by, yeah. And, and the, sometimes I have those regrets, but at the same time, I'm like, but fucking, I don't know. If I didn't have that other thing that was occupying the analytical, logical side, I wouldn't need to then in the evenings or at night fucking write music. Yeah. Doing that gets that side of the brain busy, and then it leaves like the sort of the underside, the unconscious, holistic, whatever dream side to do its other weird thing. And it does that because it's, you know, you have to give, you know, it it produces tension basically. What would you say about tendencies? What would you say about the people who have the tendency, to use your word, uh, to not have a creative outlet, to not want to create? I think it can make you really neurotic. I think I think there's a lot of I don't want to. You never want to like discredit suffering that people that people have. Um, but I, I do think that everyone would be happier if they discovered at least one creative outlet for themselves. And it's not music it, specific. It's you no. could be. A and it's quilter, weird to me when I meet be... someone who doesn't. When I because I, I, that's some, one of the first things it's, I ask. It's the Anyone weirdest. I meet, it's a very weird do you have a creative thing. outlet? And they're like. I'm like anything, like writing, painting, poetry, anything. Do you have a certain outlet that you get out your shit? When they don't, I'm always like, that makes no. It's and weird. Do do and they tend time? to be people who seem kind of like they're they don't feel deeply, like they don't have a depth of feeling. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's there, but it's hidden behind layers of fucking like insulating glass. You I can, don't know. You can like, have plenty of interests that yeah. you, you can be into sports, you can be into music you can be into anything but if you're not if it doesn't take you to another level of uh, uh some sort of emotional yeah. capacity in, in, in any way then it, it's it's a, it's a very kind of boring plain vanilla existence where yeah. you're just I, I, and this sounds probably pretentious as a Artists, sure, as, sure. Our, as a pair artists, of artists are by oh, nature yeah, pretentious. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Sorry, sorry that this is the first, po- first podcast that artists <laughs> have been pretentious on. Um, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> artists <laughs> can be pretentious and self-centered just, and narcissistic. It, it, you heard uh, it here first. The life of someone who can't even cre- <laughs> can't even ha- doesn't have even the most base creative outlet, creative output or outlet. It just seems, ugh. It seems, yeah. It seems terrible. I'm not into it. Um, and. Sorry if you're not. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are. Um, but yeah, that's very interesting. And, and I, you know, knowing you as a friend for a while now, seeing how these two things can and are very, very similar. They can, and they're, they're and they're compatible. Like they they, they help each other out. It's yeah, cool. and and you are in a they band. They can with, conflict. You have to learn to make all your tendencies help each other out. Yeah, it's like absolutely. The process of growing up. It's and I think it helps everything you want to do. Make them work together. Yeah, that was absolutely. A big, that's like the defining conflict of my twenties was art versus science. I kid you not, it caused me a lot of fucking anguish and like a lot of problems with people and stuff like that. And when I finally learned to kind of still figure it out to resolve that conflict by making everything work for each other, it worked fucking. It's way better. 
And I think uh, in, in any sort of creative outlet, when you like you were saying, like whether you're, these are your coworkers, these are your lab scientists, your lab partners, or your bandmates, yeah. um, people you surround yourself with are gonna basically make or break you. Yeah. And I think you guys, the five of you guys, you four guys of are us. all. I'm sorry, the four of you guys. <laughs> is this our fifth one? Um, <laughs> the fifth Mr. Vampire. The fifth. We've vampire. been medicating rather heavily today. <laughs> We've been drinking and smoking. Um, you're, you guys like each other. Oh, yeah. You guys are friends. Obviously, there's this We've stuff ironed out a lot like anything. You gotta but iron that's out a an lot. important, that's a very important aspect in in band cohesiveness in creating a project. So this is your guys' first, this is your guys' first EP. Yeah. Your first recording ever. And you're like, like for, the, for the most part. Yeah. We, it was, it's funny how it happened, too, because, like, we... The usual thing is you do a demo, right? You record it sort of however you can, and then you do like an EP or a single. And we got in this weird position where we were about to do it a show at a club that I will not name because we had some disagreements. But it, part of it, part of the reason for doing that show was to raise enough money to kind of like record and do some stuff. Yeah. Because fundraiser. Yeah, exactly the fundraiser. And then that got canceled. So last minute we're like, let's just do a fundraiser party at our house where we did our very first concert and announce, uh, let's do a Kickstarter. Fuck, let's do a Kickstarter. And like there were disagreements, like should we even do one? This is close to the thing. We were like, fuck, let's just do a Kickstarter. And we ended up short. Long story short, we ended up raising the money to actually pay our a very good friend and producer named Ryan Wilcox. Shout out to him because he's amazing. Absolutely. All the Powerful tones you hear Wilcox. on him are his. He saw our very first show and came up to us after our very first show and said. You guys, like, you're not there yet, but I can make you sound good. Come to me when you're ready. And literally, when we got to the point where we were ready, I, I'd forgotten about this. And we were like, who could we record with? And we were oh, Ryan Wilcox. And we went and fucking that produced this EP. And the, and the, anyway, the Kickstarter helped us yeah. get there, helped us sort of raise the funds for that. Yeah, and I've seen, uh, I mean, like, friends, Out of friends of Ryan as well. And I've, uh, on the side, pulled him aside. Like, he, he did... As far as this EP, this EP is concerned, really, it polished you guys up in, 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 oh a, in, a, in a in a in a professional recording way. Yeah. He didn't over polish you guys. No, and not at all. That seems to be the number one mistake. Because he comes from punk. That, he comes from punk. He okay. likes. For him, the, the, the a lot of the life of a track comes from those little a beer can that fell at the right moment during one take, yeah. or little things. He likes leave that. It, leave, it, leave, it, leave, leave it. Leave it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not too much. Just a little. You know. He's, yeah, sure. He's very good. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Some some musical tastes can go towards that DIY lo-fi sound. Um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, can go towards that just lo-fi sound. And to me, for my money, that's not where I tend to really like music. Where yeah, obviously there's early, like early Black Lips where it's like or early uh, Liars or or uh, Deer Hunter. Those kind of like they started low or right. Place of Very Strangers, with like that early lo-fi sound where right. it's just, yeah. and it's a lot of background noise and all. That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. Where I tend to, I like a little bit more produced, like a little bit more polished. Obviously, that gets done to fucking. It's making it times make it, a thousand. Make it sound the way you want that. it to sound. Sure. Ideally. Absolutely. You, and it's helped our live performance, dude. Recording. That's the other reason I've, I've yeah. again, President Jesus. I can't wait to hear that first thing. That's mine <laughs> and Charlie's band. They, they've Tron, they've been going Lawrence. for years and they've got so many fucking great songs and yeah, anyway, but um, but Thanks, it, Leo. It, it makes it makes you better live too because you you when you hear yourself in isolation you know what the fuck you're actually been doing during the song and you refine that and so like oh my god 
and the, the hours, way you make sure and playing the, so much cleaner that, together too. The hours that uh, live recording makes you practice. Yes, we'll do it. Playing to a click <laughs> will actually make you more steady player. You heard it here first. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> when we did our little our demo, the the click took a while to get used to. Yeah. Um, Grant, I'm a keyboard player, so the click is less important for me. Yeah. Um, so I would tend to just be like, just, just turn it down a little. Yeah. Or off. Um, but yeah, playing to you learn all these things in the in actually recording where when you go live, you just pick it. It's just now a part of your repertoire. It's now a, a part of what you're cognizant of, and and it shows. Dude, like what Ryan did with with your album is um, he, he he showed exactly what your guys's intention is. Yes, and how to exactly and what you guys wanted to sound. Yeah, he he, he intuited what we wanted to sound like. Exactly, Absolutely, where it was going. He's that's, yeah, he's, I mean, he just he just started with his new setup over in Highland Park in this beautiful house that he owns. It's fucking awesome. Um, this, in the basement. It's dope. It's dope. This and he's just dope. making it better and better. And he, this, this was like his, as far as I can understand, the initial one. This was like the, the flagship project of his new recording yeah. setup he has. And he killed it. And I just like, we, we already decided with him, like, we're working with you. Yeah, drums He knows how to deal with your, us. Like, you know. Your voice sounds great. Uh, guitars sound amazing. Doing this made me get Bass voice lessons. Sick. Oh yeah. Doing this made me get voice lessons, sure. and that made me actually realize it was an instrument, like an idiot. I didn't thought of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was learning how to play important. guitar. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Even the guy, even even the artists, were like, oh, the, you think Bob Dylan didn't take a vocal lesson in, yeah. in his day? You know, you think his shitty. Fuck everyone. Bob Dylan can sing in yeah. the sense his sense of timing and phrasing and everything. He's is not sick. Sam Cooke, but he's fucking. Yeah, Bob he's Dylan. no Sam Cooke. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, he's a shitty singer. Okay, he doesn't sing like fucking Andrea Bocelli, but uh, I'll take his voice. He's, he's like an amazing guitarist playing out of a blown cab. <laughs> just blown. Sure. It's just blown. It, was, yeah. it, it wasn't a very good one to begin with, but he's an amazing guitarist. You figured it out. You figured it out. Tom <laughs> Petty the same way. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, maybe we want to get into one of the songs we'll let him sure. play. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about it. Uh, your, your choice. I was thinking we go out with uh, 886, so... Okay, cool. Um, it's up to you. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what did I say? We're going out? Going out? I'm like, oh, shit. I thought we were just getting into the conversation. Oh, no, going out. No, no, I'm saying... Oh, you like choose our voices a song. go out. Oh, no, I'm nice. saying you choose a song, uh-huh. and then we'll talk about it. We'll let it play a little bit, and then uh-huh. we'll talk about it. As you can see, I'm new to this, folks. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's my podcast. Uh, I'll do what I want. What is the hypothesis? <laughs> <laughs> Could you send me an abstract? <laughs> what is the P value? <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'd say 8886. All right. We'll do that. For me, that's the most... There's So there's five songs in the album. They range a lot because it's coming from... I'm not the only songwriter by any means, but mm-hmm. I, I provide a lot of the initial ideas. And... I'm st- I literally started doing it with this band, and so I. Mr. Went- Vampire Beef starting tonight. Leo comes up with most of the starting ideas. <laughs> and uh, this this one is a song that's more where I'm just like, oh, that's our own style. I couldn't place it. Like each one has like the shake, shake sure. the thing is a very like rockabilly. You've heard this. Maybe song. it's like a soul song. Yeah. Fucking dear to me is like sweet, and yeah, it's a metal song. Eight eight six is just us. Like. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. It's weird. And, and here in 8886 live now, it's, I almost forget what song it is because your guys' jam 
uh, at the end has gotten really tight. It's gotten really heavy. It's, yeah, heavy. Yeah, <laughs> heavy. the last show you played was definitely your heaviest show, and I was fucking all about. And it. I didn't have the Marshall then. I've got the Marshall JZM eight hundred. That's this right. This next show's gonna fucking you thrash. Me- you mentioned that you did get the new Marshall amp, and uh, I'm standing when you were playing, I, I saw. I was like, oh, Leo didn't have the Marshall. Ready. He didn't have it ready. I. <laughs> we'll listen later. Yeah. All right, well, let's go into a little bit of 8886. Uh, 8886, eight, eight, it's the uh, third track on the on the EP, Mr. Vampire. Uh, we'll go, let's start, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in a little bit.
yeah, Mr. Vampire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that song live. That song live. Yeah, I mean, right heavy. there, dude. It, it kills it. You're, uh, yeah, solid song. Um, a, a little stone and drug now kind of <laughs> took me by surprise. I forgot about that song. I've uh, only heard it like seven times now. <laughs> and, and when I said, when I was joking earlier, that's an eight minute song. It, it, it seemed, it goes on these, you're going through these, these sonic, like, uh, it never repeats. Like, like, you know, like you're driving, <laughs> you're, 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 you're like a, a driving song. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're on, the, you're on the highway and it's like two in the morning our, and you're sober. Our lead guitarist described it as very urgent. It's a very urgent song. The whole song is like rushing, like we're going somewhere. Yeah, you're going, you're, you're, you're traveling through. Where am I going? Yeah. Where am I going? But you, you're, you're going, you're going, you're going. And then you have that jam at the end and it's... <laughs> Casey's drums. Killing it. Casey D'Oreo. Um... Casey the Ordeo. The Oreo. The Cream's on the inside. <laughs> the animal. Double stuffed. Uh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Double stuffed. He, uh, what? Having having had the, the the privilege of playing with him uh, in in a band for a little bit myself, or just jamming with him myself, Dude. he is he's a wonderful drummer. Um, wonderful is the right word, but <laughs> he is a wonderful. I'll drummer. say wonderful. He's, and he's very rigorous. He's very. Uh, he wants to do things right. And he never, yes, he absolutely he's always has. Like, always trying to do things exactly He's very right. meticulous. He's very he's like meticulous. like the musical director of the band, I'd say. I mean, if a drummer is not in some way or another a director of your band, then <laughs> you're not in a good band. Yeah, exactly. Good drummer, good band, great drummer, legendary. He's want to make sure the songs are tight and, like, yeah. done right. Like that, that, and, that's and, that's and what he does. The reason, yeah. another reason why I said this song is like an eight-minute song is because it, it, when it does fill those 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 musical so the sonical landscapes that i said you go through a quick journey but it, it, you you kind of get entranced in the song and you got a little like system of a down tools way of your voice in the awesome. song and the, yeah those are not uh, two of my favorite i'm bands. not even saying that system of down is my favorite metal band you heard it Dude, here first i think mine too right i might think about it it, it was Who the only music. Harder? It was the only metal music that I got into. I was not a metal guy by any stretch. I really? liked I liked Iron Maiden a little bit growing up, um, or like like a pretty decent amount. I was definitely into punk more. But right. uh, growing up when so, so, uh, System of Down was actually releasing records, um, they boy. were like, yes, like yeah. this is this is what I get. Like I wasn't into. Pantera, or yeah. you know, as I like day lying, as I day lying, as I, as lie, I day lie, lay dying, as I lay dying, yeah. as I lay dying, yeah, as like, I day lying. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold was big when I grew yeah. up. Um, I, mean, I think it's Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, Sevenged Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into that, but yeah. System of a Down was just like. I think my cock is much bigger than old. My cock and rock out the door. I think. Two components of them that I really like and that I would say probably subconsciously slipped into what we've done with the style of our band is like, if you look at System of a Down, their songs vary a great deal. Oh, for sure. The signatures, the tempo, the way he sings, some of them are like circus songs, some of them are more chill, some of them are some of the hardest songs of all time, like yeah. very percussive, yeah. and his voice, that's one of my big... The princess is up, the I princess is up! I love metal. I love the the feel of metal, what it's about, the catharsis. But I'm sorry, I mostly hate metal singing. Yeah. I hate the high pitch shit, the growly shit where I can't understand the lyrics. 
And I, the only thing I kind of like is then like you know Metallica Slayer style shit where he's kind of yelling and growling. I get that, but nothing beats this kind of operatic. Yeah, it's and it's hard to do. Metal is yeah. inspired by classical music, Wagnerian shit. So yeah. why the fuck aren't more? I mean, that's I don't want to talk about metal singer. No, that's a lot more operatic. But he fucking Serge Tankian, like the way he does it. His take on the operatic metal voice is my favorite. I, I never cringe listening to him. No, he doesn't. He, With some metal, I'm he just doesn't like, push ah, it far. Dude. I mean, he, he definitely but again, took. I love metal. He definitely took what uh, <laughs> what uh, MJK with uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool started doing or did. Maynard do, does is doing. What a man. Um, he's the best. He's the godfather of all that. And I it, it, and the way. Surge kind of has the more operatic voice. Yeah. Really, just makes them, in my opinion, one. Yeah, they're my favorite. One of my favorite. They're my yeah. favorite metal band. One them and I don't know, maybe Slayer or something. I don't know, but probably. I can say System of a Down with confidence. Yes, like, System of a Down. Yeah. Fuck yes. My Sec- second, uh, second is up for grabs. Um, Second's up for grabs. Yeah, effectively. Have you guys ever taken? You guys as Mr. Vampire ever taken psychedelics? Uh, Together, together. It's in our. It, it's funny you say that. We've had that plan. Me and Casey and I particularly have if had that plan. If you're not a band, has a has a plan to take psychedelics together. You know? Yeah, you're not yeah. a band unless you. Yeah. No, we we, we you guys very, all we very have one in, in in, in uh, different. You know, yes. maybe two of you guys, three of you guys, one of you guys. You know. I feel like I've taken psychedelics with. I, I live with the drummer and the bassist, Casey Casey Diordio and Gino Monsoon, and. Um, we we have been the vis, in the vicinity of one another while you guys are like the strokes on, on, with your fancy names and our fancy names yeah we've been in the vicinity of one another but we haven't done the full band taking psychedelics and I, I want I really want to do that yeah. go out to the desert go to maybe like Joshua Tree once the fucking spring hits Hack. Hack. and just get out there and fucking yeah yeah take some shit absolutely got a bond yeah and you know, I think bond. Uh, and not not that uh, you know it'll just but gets you a little gets you a little bit more cohesive gets you like you, yeah. you, you're a brotherhood tell me about your your guys i'm sure, I'm sure you have done it multiple we have times multiple just times we're all we're in the same friend I, i've been there when all of them were on i've been yeah on hallucinogens and, and i've been on hallucinogens with you guys as you're well correct. yeah um we've done parties ended with dmt i don't know who got it okay but. so I, I i was planning on uh <clears throat> another nice reason to have this uh this podcast now is that we your uh, Mr. Vampire's party release? Oh yeah, or EP release party is this Saturday, Saturday at Time yes. Warp Records in Venice, California. Excellent venue. Yeah, Time Excellent. Warp. I want to go there when it's nice. not one of your shows because I'm a record. You can uh, go there almost well, during the day, but also store, almost every store. night they have comedy. They have um, just rock bands, so there's just bands of any kind all the time. They're really like it's very much the antithesis of that kind of playing music for money not in the sense of the band like putting on music doing everything in terms of as a financial venture they're it's not that they don't have that in mind everyone does but they're really about the music they're about music yeah. community and starting a scene and it's fucking awesome yeah if i mean you, if people are just hanging out on the sidewalk drinking beer smoking you know smoking BYOB it's, venue, fucking, it's fucking lovely and there's a party this there's a uh Excuse me. There's an. Uh, I'd say it's it's, be, it's, it, it's it's a toler it's tolerant of. Don't be an asshole. Beer. Don't be an asshole. You can also purchase stuff for a donation. Like but, we all uh, said, you can donate. It's, like, it's a good it's a good ass spot, and then next door is the is this deli, that has also live music, and across yeah. the street is Time Warp Music, where I get all my strings, every time. Very nice. Yeah, it's a good spot. I, I gotta say, there's a, there's this weird little like. 
kind of the kind of the, 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 the what I get the feeling of from some spots in Highland Park uh, is, is kind of what I feel like in in that one little strip of Mar Vista. It's fucking cool. It's pretty yeah, it's definitely the bowling alley across the street. The Japanese supermarket. We got some restaurants. It's like it's a nice little strip. It's, it's got the potential to have a, 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 oh, a yeah. cool little scene there. And not even the potential. It already has a cool yeah. scene. You go there yeah. and everyone's just hanging out and like it's tough. It's a great time. It's cool. So we mentioned. And they get weird. They'll put on some weird artists in there. They're like not. At they're time not, they're, Yeah, they're not. They're not fresa at all. They're yeah, not yeah, yeah. Well, you'll be having some weirdos coming oh, at your Sean, show. Sean, hello. Sean Poindexter, Sean Poindexter, member of President Jesus. Shut up. Uh, it's a party here, folks. Maybe could I, I yeah. really have to go to the bathroom? Fight yeah, yeah, Sean, no, no, no. do you want to take over and just chat we for can, a bit? We can take a we can take a piss break. Sean can jump in. You can jump in. Oh, I'll share with my good friend Jenny. She's awesome, Jenny Weinst. She's Very been talented. Jenny's been costume here. designer and stylist. See, artists. artists. Sean, why don't you jump on the mic here? I'm uh, I'm tired of blowing Mr. Vampire. You know, it's been 23 minutes. Really like their really like therapy. Have you listened to it yet? I have listened to it. What do you um, think? I really, really enjoyed uh, the way that it came out sonically. Uh, not to sound like the fucking nerd right off the bat, but uh, no, that's exactly why you're here. Yeah, um, I really felt that Wilcox did a really great job. Um, Ryan Wilcox, uh, name drop. As we mentioned earlier, um, I think that uh, the room sounds really good. It captures. It's got this really kind of um, echoey, ethereal thing that goes throughout it. Um, that I think is really reminiscent of the way that they do sound live which yeah. is cool yeah um see they got it through we mentioned this earlier they did exactly you what well, you've seen them live we've both mm -hmm. seen them live and they they didn't take any of that live aspect can, away can i make one critique yeah i, I don't know if it, we're allowed to do that yeah, um, yeah. In, in your podcast uh, format but i actually like the way that leo's voice sounds better live than i like the way that it came out on the record i do too but i also love I love how different it is with the record. Yeah. If that if that makes I like that it is a little bit I think he sounds more uh not polished. Uh that will definitely polished more. It's not he's it's not got, super compressed it, it's either. It's recorded well, very well where he, he his deepness, he he has a baritone voice yeah. and it comes through when we were listening to the 886 song earlier and uh yeah, it, it, it came out well. But live, yeah, they're they're killer live. No, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I think that's why people continue to gravitate towards the band is because they, they're a great live act. Even when the songs weren't completed, they were still a really great yeah. live act. Leo, why don't you just grab a chair and drum on this mic? Oh, okay. Or, or you switch places. Uh, what, do you, what have you, uh, in the in the last two days, Sean, a, uh, a, a song, a an artist that you... We're like, yeah, this is what I'm listening to today. Oh, wow. Actually, I've been on a huge Iron Maiden kick. Um, Iron Maiden. Is, which is uh, not original at all. No. Um, I've actually, been, a, a new band that I was actually just telling Leo about is this band July Talk, who, if I'm Super not mistaken, cool. I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure Singers if they're weirdo, from, um, I think they're from Montreal, um, but he's, uh, their singers, got, they've got two singers. One is... Uh, it's very Tom Waits sounding guy. Someone's got to pick up that banner, that torch man. Absolutely, he's getting old. Tom Waits for sure. Yes, this guy definitely has like Tom Waits like figure of his youth, and they've got like a really, they've got a hard edge. Yeah, they look like a rock and roll band. Yeah, and then there's a chick in the band, and they've got this really cool Johnny and June like gone psycho. Yeah, dynamic that goes on. 
Um, what, no, what's better than Johnny? What's uh, uh, Natural Born Killers? What yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, not, not, uh, Mickey and Mallory. You ain't killing anybody on our wedding night. <laughs> Mickey and Mallory not. Mickey and Mallory. They've yeah. got a very Mickey and Mallory thing going. Like, they choke each other during the set. It's it's bizarre. Cool. Have you um, seen them live? I've seen them live. They uh, they played at the El Rey. DJ Harvey and Nick Cage. El Rey is an under, underrated, uh, like, under not underground but they play it's a beautiful fucking it's venue. a great place oh, for up and coming bands yeah, and that's... with the right audience oh my god it, it seems to get really respectful audiences audiences that understand that this is a small room and you can't yep. just fucking yell like this is the goddamn staple yep. center yeah. Um, I saw the Civil Wars there. I don't know if you know who they are. Civil Wars are dope. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've never you've never heard of the Civil Wars, please go check them out. They they only did two records. And, and then Kurt Vile. Oh, that's the Warren Drugs. They uh they were they they fell apart right after that. But um, great great fucking two piece folk band. Anyhow, um, I saw them play there. They're a very quiet group and like people were just completely silent. And uh, anyhow, El Rey's awesome. You have um, a, a song? Uh, let's get a, a. That's what I wanted to do a little bit with this podcast. It's uh, awesome talking about let's music. Get, uh, we've been listening to this is probably the easiest one to find on Spotify and it's a really, really good one. Um, is uh, Picturing Love. Number one song. Picturing Love. No, it's got. It's the number one song right now. They released an album on the 9th of September, but. Uh, they have a couple songs with more plays, but we'll definitely do picturing left. Yeah, I, I pick. I bought this one on vinyl. Uh, I, you should always buy vinyl from the band when you go see a live show. Yes. Just for the record, they're getting the money. It's the most yes. direct transaction direct. you can have. Bandcamp uh, also. Uh, and, and that being said, if you're coming to Leo's show on a Saturday, by the record. Be uh, there be, will be CDs. There will be CDs. I don't know if you know what that is, but you can probably <laughs> you can probably put it in somebody's car that you in know. Somebody's car. Uh, if, if you have a 2001 uh, Toyota Camry. In, best in, car uh, on be, the market. <laughs> best car. Me and Leo both have the same car. Same different car. Cars. It's, it's the biggest if, uh, car. If you it's can't a find, it's a lovely if, you, if you don't have friends who have cars, I recommend. Uh, you, you, you may find an old computer. Uh, an old computer is useful. It'll yeah. ask you if you want to burn it. You don't have to. Don't burn the CD. What else? Oh, you can go, because it is the giving season. You can go to a Goodwill and I'm sure find a uh, a good Sony CD player. A Goodwill, huh? Uh, before they made just movies, they made uh, CD players too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. I'm digging this. I know we're talking about talking over it in the background, but. This oh, is cool. Yeah, is that how this? Do, we, do, do we talk over it or do we? We can, we can let it play now okay, from here. Okay, I'll shut I'm up. totally gonna shout out a, a band. Yeah, absolutely. I know I'm the host of this podcast.
called Friday Talks? July, July Talk. talk. <laughs> July Talk. I wasn't even trying to make that mistake. <laughs> Picture in Some, uh, we did a little reconfiguration on that on the music break there. We'll now have. Uh, there will now be twice the number of speakers four on this, this podcast. Uh, Sean Dexter, as mentioned earlier, he is uh, actually. I was telling we were talking before you, you came in here that Charlie and I. I don't think we've we've mentioned kind of in passing that we're in a band, but we've never oh, really? declared <laughs> that we're in a band. So now you don't want to over brag. Let you. this let this be the uh, let this be the uh, now. Well, this is the only podcast we've done that's been for free free form like this. Mm. For anyone um, listening, if this is your first. This is music. Listen to the other ones. It's very good. Leo, Leo, Along the lines of what uh, George was saying about our band, and they're like, he, at a certain point, your allegiance as a friend ends, and you're like, are you good or not? He keeps listening to us, which I'm like, oh, that means we're probably decent. His podcast is good because, like, I listened to the first one, just like, you're my friends, I will check out your shit. And now I'm like, no, I want to see what they have to say about this album. Like, they're in Rainbow's episode is fucking good. It's dude. our most popular episode. It's fucking good. Like, um, it, it, it entirely, completely resonates with why I, that's my favorite Radiohead album. I on Aside the, from the more recent one. I, on the other hand, have a terrible, terribly hard time listening to, uh, George and Charlie argue about music because that's pretty much been my life for the last five years. Uh, yeah, so I started to say that, that that Sean is the uh, lead guitarist, uh, co-writer, and, uh, and and is that the non-band song? And non and backup singer, secondary singer. Yeah. Uh, of, of our band, the guitarist, traditional. Um, Shout out to Boris Boris Roosevelt. Lead guitarist. Boris. His backup singing has gotten on point. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, yeah you guys are you guys are full. So that that like you were saying that uh, in Rainbow's episode, it, it, it's easy to do. It's easy to talk about and be creative about uh, an album that you're just so and have been enraptured with for so long. Charlie and I both love that album. And that's our most listened to. It's got 970 listens. That's pretty good. And that's people have messaged. Good. That's pretty good. People, that's just what it shows on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes. How many times is that you listen to this song? I only, I, dude, I can listen to the pod, po- podcast once in order to like, right. all right, let's see how we, we went through it. But after that, then I also really like, what was that What was that first, so what was like that Beatles one you did? Like, I would be so many of You've our done plays Beatles on Spotify. Ones, it, it's not yeah. even funny. Yeah. Huh? What is the Beatles one you did uh, that has the song Pony or Dig a Pony? So yeah. the first that the first Beatles one we've done actually. Oh, let it be right. You did the last. Is, yes. Okay. Our next episode that was very will good. be also very good, folks. Will be uh, Abbey Road, but the first one is episode ten. Uh, was let it be uh, the Beatles one? Yeah, and again, it's these the things that you can be passionately talking about. Uh, and thank you for people listening to this to the podcast. This was. Less than expect. 970 people have listened to that. Granted, a few of those are repeats. That's almost a thousand people. Yeah, that's like everybody you've ever met in your entire life. That's, yeah, yeah, about, just about. Uh, maybe we get back to Everyone the you've ever met. for the sure. Yeah. I actually want to ask you guys. Actually, learn their name. I actually wanted to ask you guys since you're you're in a band. You're also my friends, but you're also like you're, you're much Don't more. Don't you interview musicians. the interviewee, mm. motherfucker? But I can interview you guys. <laughs> so no, but like. uh I don't know what, what would you say is our fucking sound like what because I, I I'm I, we're experiencing it from the people playing it of as an your old, band. yeah like what, you're you're seeing it like you 
never met us or whatever, you're just like, whoa, what, what the fuck is this shit? You like, got, you what's guys, experience like from there? Because I, I, I don't know. You know when you you listen to a band and you go, okay, well, I've heard this all before. Or, or, or maybe not that. You say, I can see where their influences yeah. are. I can see where your guys' influence. Nice. I can say in every song. I can go, yeah. okay, this is a little bit along the lines. What, would you, person, what would you say our influences are? Do you think? You clearly like, like, uh, <laughs> your, the, your way of singing. You're into... You're, you have a very melodic way of singing. You like Sam Cooke. You can't sing like Sam Cooke, but you're Who can sing like that? obviously. <laughs> yeah. But um, you guys are very R like kind of R and B and country. Interesting. R and B like that true sense of the word. You take your at least your vocal, uh, your vocal influences from that. Every your your band your, I mean you have you guys have uh, how many? So there's seven songs on there. They're all different enough. How many? Five. Sorry. Um, Five. Vape um, I started changing at, everything. No, I started looking at the July, <laughs> July, <laughs> July talks thing, and I was like, "That's not seven songs." Um, oh, you guys have a most favorite playlist already. I know, right? <laughs> um, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with anything he said, but if I were to like put like a catalog on yeah. it, it's uh, I think of it like post psychobilly. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a bunch of prefixes. I, I, that's cool. Yeah, I, I hear. Because you guys are past like the punk aspects of that, and I hear a right. lot of things like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and I hear things like, um, oh goddamn, what's that fucking guy? You, he, he, you've seen him before. Have you ever watched the show Squidbillies? Yes. The voice of the main character. <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. No, okay. Deep cut. Okay. Adult Swim Squidbillies. If you if you want to be really weirded out and remind yourself that you're not on acid, watch Squidbillies. Um, <laughs> There, the the main guy okay. is a he's been performing as a character for probably the last twenty five years. Right. And the character is basically Dracula meets Elvis. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Doing rockabilly. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. He looks like that. He sounds like that. He also happens to be one of the most incredible fucking songwriters. Really. And guitar players you've ever seen in your entire life. What is this guy's name? Uh, can we look it up really quick? I'm sorry. There's a sure computer can. right in front of us, and I'm and I'm 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 sorry that I don't, don't know complain. His name. I mean, don't, don't apologize. Don't apologize and don't complain. They're terribly unattractive qualities. Qualities. Squidbillies. What's this guy's? Uh, Squidbillies cast. Go to Squidbillies cast. Okay. <laughs> unknown Hin Unknown Hinson. Unknown Hinson. This guy's name is Unknown Hinson. <laughs> Born Stuart Daniel Baker. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty boring guy, you yeah. know. And, and if and if you can, Sounds like my fucking check attorney. out this guy's music. <laughs> Unknown Hinson. It, it's it's brilliant. It's some of the some of the best like real country you've ever heard in your life. This uh, guy who's in Squidbillies. And he is uh, he's the main voice on Squidbillies. Fascinating. Um, so yeah, so I, I I highly recommend his stuff. But anyhow, going back, you. The persona of what you guys do and the essence of what you do it very much reminds me of, of what he does. And cool. I think of that as being like this post psychobilly, um, post squid billy, you know, revival almost. Like you, you're looking back on all these influences mm -hmm. and that you, you have this groove to you, and this groove happens to be kind of a more country drawn out groove. And for I, sure, I, um, I think a lot of that probably comes from I obviously I knew you before you were the guitar player you are now right. and a lot of your stuff is that rolling like thumb pinky yeah ring finger 
dun, dun. and that's that's a lot of how like your your stuff rolls and that's that's very messy you know and it's it's great it's folk it's, it's folk music at its core and, and you guys and you're telling a story i mean i know we haven't played it i know it's the one but like the fucking it'd be cool to do a little couple bars of shake honestly okay so this is this is probably our our first finished song and it came from our bass player was just standing in front of the garage studio where we play our shit and he was moving his belly and doing this little weird dance he was like her he was going to her i'm like that beat that is the beat of the universe and i literally walked up, i literally heard that he's doing i'm like okay and i went and picked up my guitar and i played this song Trick. and we we wrote it like in a two days this song came out fully formed Shake that thing. We did. Adam you can see it on our YouTube channel, actually. What's the YouTube channel? Can you announce it? Yeah, Band. Or if, if, yeah, just if you want to find us, literally just look Mr. Vampire, which is just MR Vampire, like all one word, and then Band. Because there's also a kung fu comedy horror yeah. movie called Mr. Vampire, which we drew our inspiration from. <sighs> That is apparently very popular. <laughs> I, I noticed that. Like white just, zombie just add the word white zombie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just just add band and you can find it. But yeah, on YouTube. You guys know how to Google. Yeah, Google it. I don't know if you've heard of this thing. Oddly enough, though, our website is Mr. Yeah. Vampire spelled out Actually, like M I S T E R V A M P I R E E. I fucking hate how you end up having to do that on ninety five percent of the things. Like, like I've had to create it's like annoying. some of our band stuff, and it's like. Lowercase president, yes. uppercase Jesus, and these guys like, oh, I don't know if I would have chosen to do that. I was like, I didn't have a fucking choice. <laughs> I know. It's the. It's I the tried options. to do the way we spell Sean, it normally, and they're did. like, uh, since we saw that you searched for that a month ago, we want to charge you several thousand dollars. I'm like, how about no? <laughs> who's, who's telling you that? Uh, domain providers. Tell them to suck your dick. That's kind of what oh, I said. Are you on said. Squarespace? You gotta go on Squarespace. Sports, sports space? Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Squarespace right. shit. No, we're, we're, we're uh, WordPress with just uh, GoDaddy as the domain. Uh, you gotta get on Squarespace. 
Squarespace is not a, a, a sponsor, but it is the provider of our website, which is a beautiful website. Squarespace is awesome. Designed by George Lilia. It's a pretty. I asked you, how did you design your website? You're like, yeah, use Squarespace. Sometime I have to tell you a really funny story about uh, available domain names. Yeah. That I <laughs> that I almost purchased. Yeah. Uh, and I, but if just, you have an idea for one, purchase it now. You the, can sell it for a lot of money. We just we just typed this one in to see if it was available. Hunter <laughs> Fox. I'm I'm not going to say it on the air because it's insanely offensive. Say it on the air. How about you tell me and I'll say it. Yeah. Tell him he'll say he'll take responsibility. George is, by the way, male and female, lesbian and straight, and gay, and he is of every race and every age. So um, the domain is. This is such a good one. How has that not been purchased before? It's dot com. Uh, <laughs> dot, dot, um, it's niggerrich.com <laughs> N-I-G-G-R-Rich.com With two R's? No, with, with one R One R With one R How do you but, spell it? But, so it's more like Nigerich so Nigerich I, I imagine oh, Sounds okay. almost German Nigerich Nigerich Oh, that's, that's better Nigerich, that's, that's come better, right? <laughs> so, Somewhere out there, somebody owned, already owned Niggerich But they did not own the hard R because uh, no it. one wants to own the hard R. Well, and that was the thing. Me and, my, <laughs> me and my buddy were like, we should buy this domain name. And then we're like, do we want to be the guys yeah. who own... Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. George would own it. Yeah. I, I, I have one, and it was uh, it was Bitches in Heat. <laughs> because I wanted... How about Pussy in Public? When, I was, Does that when exist? I was in high school, I wanted to be in a, in a punk band called Bitches in Heat. And I like I had I have I always have ideas for things where I just have the name like the title of this podcast will be um, an interview with a Mr. Vampire an interview uh, colon an interview with a member of the band Mr. Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subtitle. That's the subtitle. It's funny because it looks like the title for a scientific paper, which is appropriate. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's very <laughs> They're coming, into colons, I've noticed. <laughs> I guess it's another thing that it serves I... serves a purpose, I, though. Going back... Because it always goes whimsical name, colon, what we're actually talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's the format, yeah, always. Yeah. I, I do think of your, your guys' music as being very neurological. Okay. And maybe that's just because I know you, so right. I have that, that association. But th- there is that that element of, like, I, I'm listening to this stuff, and I can see, like, where your lyrics, like, are trying to take you into these different okay. ideas. I can see that, you know. I, um, yeah. yeah, maybe it bleeds. I mean, no, no, that just actually, I know that actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you do what, what, do what you know. You Lim- wanted to get into a bridge of one of your songs. Oh fuck yeah, uh, yeah. The bridge um, is is my favorite part of the whole album. Okay. <laughs> Whereabouts is it in the song? Uh, I'd say about two thirds through. A little bit. Yeah, 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 right after that. Yeah, after that. When the drugs take effect. This part's probably Yeah, bump, bump this shit.
first there, huh? <laughs> when the screams have subsided. <laughs> that song, the last song of the of the EP is basically like a PSA for the 120 days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Like every, every verse is like, if you, you you will be whipped, you may feel some pain, but by the second or third, you will feel pleasure. <laughs> That's, that, that, that's the whole thing. Like that's why the whole we we, we worked the hardest work we did on that fucking track was getting the vocals to sound like a PSA, to sound like they were coming out of some old loudspeaker somewhere. Yeah. It, it, it's cool. A little pink Floyd Otherwise, it doesn't action. fucking work. It doesn't work at all. Yeah, you're just saying things. Though. I'm just talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a, that was another great one. That, like you said, that's the fifth one. That's the last one on the record. Yeah. Um, and just a great way to end it. Yeah. You guys, you guys killed it with the first five. What's uh, what's next? As far as recording. The next songs we're recording now, um, three songs. One is called "Ruin You" or "I'm Going to Ruin You." It's a good one. It's about uh, it's like a Tom Waitsy song. It's kind of about it's about uh, bad relationships. Oh, it's, oh, it's inspired yeah, that's by never my grandfather who was misogynistic as fuck. That's never... <laughs> He's not, not a good dude. Like honestly, my grandpa not a good dude. Very smart though. He and I are like the only like people who didn't do the humanities in the whole family. So. <laughs> I see, I see what what to avoid, like, you know, but, uh, cool dude, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, we'll, we'll wrap up here, <laughs> and I want to, uh, I want to congratulate you guys on the, Thanks, on the record. Oh, wait, 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 not, sorry. Yeah, no, it's not a, I'm not done. The other two songs <laughs> yeah. that are coming next are the Joe oh, song that we talked about before, off, yeah. and What's Missing, which is... Uh, this, the newest song and probably the first song I've written where I felt I was actually being sincere. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that one. It, anyway, I'm into that's it. it. I'm into it. I, uh, I will listen and hopefully the uh, listeners of this it's podcast. It's the first song we're playing tomorrow, so get there early, folks. Yeah, We tomorrow, go on at uh, 1030. No, the, Saturday uh, night. Saturday night. Saturday night. <laughs> Not tonight at 1030. December. And this is a podcast, so if you're listening to this after the fact, I will up. I will release this on Friday, December. Cool. Whatever tomorrow is. Yeah, whatever tomorrow is. Ninth. December 9th. We uh, play the, the party the is December day, the 10th. 10th. So, uh, Serotonal, a band that we met at that Caltech Battle of the Bands we mentioned early on. Yes. We'll be playing first at 9. At 9.45 will be Flask with a PH, which is an interesting fucking band I encountered recently. I like them a lot. And then we'll be going on about 10.30. And then we'll also be bur- burlesque by the very talented Coco Ono. Coco Ono. Conceptual stripping. It's a, it's a thing. And it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I saw her at the townhouse, and she basically dressed up as a California raisin. So she was undressing from under a raisin outfit, mm-hmm. which was interesting because it wasn't the usual exposure of the body. Like it's just like, and then at the very end, she came out in this sort of red, filmy negligee in front of a leaf blower, which she had set up before, and yeah. danced in front of that. And I'm like, you, her comedic timing was amazing. She's really cool, sexy yet funny. Yeah. Sexy, funny, and also just weird and intelligent. Like fucking very cool, very cool. She, I, I, I specifically requested she do a nun theme thing because I've seen her do a nun theme thing mm-hmm. before. So she might nun theme thing, nun theme thing, nun theme thing, nun theme thing. Say nun themed thing. Nun themed times thing. twice. Nun no, themed ten thing. times. Nun themed. Th- nope. 
Didn't work. Non-themed things. You do it at home, folks. Non-themed things. You annoy your loved ones. You annoy your significant other. things. Non-themed 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 things. It's not that bad, but it's a weird rhythm. The 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 best tongue twister that I, me and our friend Brian helped co-write or we wrote together is seven. Um, seven sushi, seven sushi chefs sucked seven slimy schlongs. Seven sushi chef, seven sushi chefs sucked seven slimy schlongs. Just That's nice hard. Level. Yeah. Seven sushi chef. Someone told me a really good joke recently. You want to yeah. hear it? Yeah, absolutely, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> what did the Mexican cholo say to the duplex after it fell on him? What did the Mexican cholo 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 say? <laughs> cholo chulo. So repeat the joke, sorry. What did the me- what did the well, I mean a cholo is by default Mexican as far as I understand. Okay. A cho- what did the cholo say when the duplex fell on him in the earthquake? Hey, get off me, Holmes. Uh, <laughs> get off me, Holmes. Hey, get off me, Holmes. <laughs> That's a dance. And that's the end of our podcast, <laughs> folks. Podcast. I uh, want to. It's go a shame out. we couldn't hear dear to me. Gotta say, we, you can listen to this, folks, at Mr. Vampire. Oh, indeed. Please Mr. Vampire spelled out dot com dot com uh, slash tunes. Check out their SoundCloud. Um, watch their music video. Shake. We're on, on every YouTube. platform. Amazingly, you can find us. You anywhere. know how to Google. You, you just can gotta find put it. Put on the caps lock and do- type M R V A M P R P I R E. MR Vampire. MR no Vampire. No dot, no under, not capitalized letters. Beautiful. We will go out <laughs> with, we will go out with arguably my favorite song of your guys' record. Um, just a beautiful one. Leo, again, congratulations to you and all the guys. It's, uh, it's wonderful. It really is. Uh, I like it. It's a banga, and I'll listen to this. Banga. I will listen to this, and I can't wait for you guys a second one, for real. So don't forget to, listeners, thank you for listening. Please check out the podcast website at www.thisismusicpodcast.com. It's pretty amazing. Thank you, Leo. Please check out <laughs> Mr. Vampire and all their stuff. We're pretty amazing, too. We will go out with uh, Maybe and uh, just a beautiful song. It's a sweet Ooh, song. Ooh, do the bridge from Maybe, bro. We'll listen to the entire bro, song of Maybe. The entire song? Holy shit. <laughs> it's going out with Maybe. Yay. We'll see you guys.
This is but the first of many in my